the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And yar, shiver me timbers. Pour me a stiff drink, preferably rum, Mr. Lundy. Or in the case of Tom Brady, uh, tequila, because he's tequila Tom, based on the celebration that we saw when the boat parade went down in Tampa and the Lombardi Trophy nearly sunk to the bottom of the harbor. But still, we digress. Let's focus on those reigning world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And with a fine-tooth comb, I was uh, sifting and sorting through a ton of legal sports books to try to find an interesting team prop tied to this organization. And I found one on DraftKings Lundy. Under team specials, here it is. Tampa to go 6-0 against the NFC South this season. The odds, 5-1. to Yes, please. Uh, have you seen what this division looks like? What the Carolina Panthers have work in progress. Now with Sam Darnold at the helm, though, we do like Joe Brady in the offense defense. Eh, another story. New Orleans, we'll see who's going to be quarterbacking Michael Thomas at a standoff. With his front office, we're not even sure he's going to return to the field uh, in a Saints uniform this season. And then you have the lowly Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Yeah, they traded away Julio Jones, but they added Kyle Pitts to go along with Calvin Ridley, who you and I believe could lead the league in receiving yards this season. And for that reason, it's because their defense stinks. So Tampa, I think, can go unblemished against NFC South foes. And Michael Clay of ESPN, listen to this, Lundy. Here are the percentage chances he gives the Buccaneers in every game against their interdivisional rivals. Week two against Atlanta, 79% chance of winning. Uh, Week eight at New Orleans, 66% chance. Week 13 in Atlanta, 75%. Week 15 against the Saints, 74%. And then they bookend uh, in three weeks, uh, the last three weeks of the regular season, Carolina week 16 at home, 79%. And even at Carolina, an even wider number at 85%. And I'll be honest, that week 18 game kind of scares me a little bit because if Tampa does its business... Uh, they could be resting many of their starters. So we'll have to wait and see how that pans out. But at plus 500, uh, I think it's worth a wager. What are your thoughts there? You know what's crazy about this one, Brad, is that Kansas City is plus 350 to do the same thing in their division, and I think they've actually got a tougher road. I would have expected these odds to be flip-flopped, to be honest with you, Mm. Uh, just because I think the Chargers can jump up and bite them potentially. I think the Broncos with their defense could bite them potentially. But there's nobody in the NFC South. Uh, barring some sort of crazy injuries or something like that happening to Tampa that's going to give them a run for their money. I'm really surprised that it, at, at plus 500 that, like I said, it isn't the other way around. I would have thought Tampa would have been down around the three and a half to one and Kansas City up a little higher. But both of those bets are there at DraftKings with the team specials. I'm all over the one with Tampa. I don't know how anybody in the NFC South, even in week 18, Brad, I don't know how anybody is going to hang with the Bucks in that division. You're a hidden treasure possibly there at DraftKings Sportsbook. Again, Tampa to go undefeated against the NFC South, 5-1. to one. With that, on this hump day edition, let's get to it with another Fade 5. 
number five. All right, Lundy, let's go ahead and jump in here with a tight end player prop. And I pulled this one from DraftKings Sportsbook as well. And it is on the long drink of water and the very criminally undervalued Logan Thomas. And I'm smashing the over on four and a half touchdowns, minus 115. Again, available at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Mike Clay's kind of projected for six. Jeff Ratcliffe of The Rant here, part of the Sawdust Podcast Network, also has him for a half dozen. Fantasy football today, a low projector on the totem pole at four. But if you look what he did last season, he had six touchdowns on 72 receptions with 670 yards. Uh, He was number seven in total red zone targets with 17 among eligible tight ends. Had 110 targets in total. Uh, Really had outstanding numbers in pretty much every advanced analytics category that's out there but it seems like whether we're talking about betting or in fantasy very few people are talking up logan thomas thinking that well curtis sam is going to come in and siphon uh, you know some of those red zone looks to go along with the explosion that many of us are forecasting for terry mclaurin uh, but i think he's going to make beautiful music with ryan fitzpatrick and i understand that fitz magic last season left the wand on the kitchen counter inside the red zone uh he was quarterback 51 in red zone completion percentage but four and a half TDs, I think he can get at least five this season. I think it's a smart money wager on the over if you're willing to tie up your money for months on end. Though it may not take that long. So, figure to follow Logan Thomas, former college quarterback, now NFL tight end, over four and a half touchdowns, minus 115 at DraftKings. Uh, I'm all over this one. Actually, I'm closer to Mike Clay. I, I think it's six. I think that's the magic number. I think that Fitzpatrick will find him uh, despite Fitzpatrick's uh, problems in the red zone. I actually think Thomas is going to be a huge scoring option for them. He is criminally undervalued for those of you that are doing fantasy right now, whether yep. you're doing your full drafts, you're doing best ball, you're doing auction drafts. This is a guy uh, that I have been trying to target to be able to give myself a little bit of tight end depth because I'm able to get him either auction-wise really cheap or really late rounds while everybody else is focused in on some of the bigger names. I like this one, and like I said, I think he's a half a dozen touchdowns easy, so I'm way over. I'll hammer this one. Yeah, make some money and fistfuls of it with the fighting football. Number four. All right, let's move on to an MVP candidate uh, and a guy that just signed a, what was it, over a quarter billion dollar deal, $258 million extension. Yeah, we're talking about the former Wyoming Cowboy. Giddy up. Josh Allen, now a member of the Buffalo Bills, and let's zero in on his passing passing touchdown prop, which is 33 and a half, and I pulled this one from Bet Rivers, and I'm taking the over at minus 115. Many books have it either 34 and a half or 35 and a half, Lundy, so this is an extraordinary value when comparing it to some of the other offerings that are out there last season, 37 passing touchdowns, and we got to keep in mind, yeah, he was number six in adjusted completion percentage, and, you know, I, I swear. I'm going to dig a bunker in the backyard. I never thought in my wildest dreams that Josh Allen would finish even top 10 and adjust the completion percentage at any point in his NFL career based on how raw he was coming out of college. But, man, he's proven me time and time again that I was wrong. Uh, Freezing cold takes reminds me of that. Uh, Seems like every other year they did so recently. But he was number 21 last season, a red zone completion percentage. So I feel we have yet to see the best, the peak game of Josh Allen. 
Uh, yeah, you still got Stephon Diggs there. For now, Cole Beasley's still part of this franchise. Emmanuel Sanders, you bring in Gabriel Davis, who carved out a prominent role inside the 20-yard line. He takes a step, potentially in maturation. Now, you look at some of the prognosticators out there. Mike Clay's got him for 32. Ratcliffe's got him for 32. Fantasy Football Today, 34. So this is a well-set line, but I think it's 35 or more passing touchdowns for him, and he comes close to replicating his boom of a season from last fall. So fade or follow, Josh Allen, over 33.5 passing touchdowns, minus 115 to Bet Rivers. Yeah, see, you love this number because you're finding the value there with Bet Rivers compared to 34 or 35. I'm the guy looking at 35 and a half going, I'll take the under. You, you can know, middle like it, you, and you I, can middle it, Lundy, if you got yeah, the waivos. You and I are playing each side of this one because I'd rather take the higher number and go low. You would rather find the lower number and go high. Um, I'm going to take the over in this one. My random pull it out of your rear end number for him this season is 34. So I think he's going to split the difference between what we're talking about here. So I'm definitely staying away from anybody that's got it set at 34 and a half uh, because the last thing I want is to get Captain hooked. Uh, But I'll take the 34 in this one. So I'm going to follow you. uh, But I actually think his number will stay below 35. Uh, this season as they continue to try to run the ball. He may even scamper some a little bit with his legs. He's going to have a great season. I just don't think he's going to be up there at 37, 39 the way some people do. Make some bank with the bill. Number three. All right, let's march on to the subject matter of today's Twitter poll, and you can cast your vote right now at Noisy Chavos, uh, and please submit a comment as well. We'll reveal poll results and share uh, some of your comments uh, at the end of today's podcast, and it's this. Travis Kelsey, over or under 100.5 catches. Uh, this one pulled at DraftKings, and believe it or not, Lundy, I am taking the under on that 100.5 number, minus 110. It is juiced a little bit to the over at minus 120. Look at Kelsey last three seasons, 103 catches, 97 catches, 105 catches. Last year, a massive 145 targets. That was 25% of the Chiefs team target share, and of course tied to the galactically good Patrick Mahomes, but I I think this number is just a wee two bit bullish. You look at some of the projections that are out there now. Mike Clay has got him smashing the over at 108. Jeff Ratcliffe just barely under Captain Hook Yard coming to play has him at the century mark exactly. And fantasy football today at 95. I think the truth is somewhere in between what fantasy football today has and Jeff Ratcliffe 95 to 100, uh, much like where he was a couple of seasons ago. Uh, he was extraordinary in every advanced analytic category that was out there. Number two in yards per route run last season. Uh, had the highest average cushion of any tight end out there. And if you watch the tape, uh, it certainly lives up to that uh, the advanced analytic there. And he was tight in 13 and catchable target percentage. Good number. Quality number. Fantastic fantasy guy. Needs to be a late first round pick. No question about it. But I think it's like 98, 99 catches for Travis Kelsey this season. Are you willing to roll the dice with me on the under 100.5 catches? Again, minus 110 at DraftKings. No, you have jinxed those dice, my friend. (laughs) Break out the Benji. He's going over 100. Uh, I I think he finishes up around 104, 105. Uh, I'm much more bullish on what to expect out of him. I think that despite the fact that he had such a huge – 
uh, share of the targets last season. That's what this team does. Um, they get the ball to Travis Kelsey. And so to me, I, I know it's a big number. I know it's probably one that scares folks. Fantasy owners love this number, obviously, oh, if yeah. you've got Travis Kelsey. Um, I'm taking the over, my man. I think he is up in triple figures again, and I think that he does so to the point where you can comfortably cash this one come January. Yeah, Kelsey, likely to kick yours truly in the teeth. With that, don't Turn that dial or press the pause button because we're not really on radio. Uh, Stick around for our top picks in Major League Baseball and bonus time. Number two. All right, Lundy. Uh, Let's go to the north side and the Milwaukee Brewers taking on a very generous giving fellow named Jake Arietta of the Chicago Cubs. And for that reason, give me the over on the Brewers' six and a half runs, about the highest you'll ever see a team total line at. Uh, and it is plus odds at plus 100 available on DraftKings. Uh, Jake Arietta this season, man, he just needs to hang it up. He needs to retire. He is cooked. He is toast. He is done. 6.34 ERA overall. Uh, with an ERA hugging the five line against Milwaukee this season and three starts against that club. Uh, now, Milwaukee's only been over this number, uh, about I think, three times in 15 games against the Cubbies this season. Uh, but since the All-Star break, a 7.54 OPS, and they've been productive on the road as well with a 7.22 OPS on this season. This is all about exploiting the pitcher and the Cubs uh, bullpen, which was the strength during the season. They've dealt off all their key players there. They have unraveled. Uh, They've been the worst team in Major League Baseball since the All-Star break, and they're going to prove that tonight under the primetime light. So, again, Milwaukee over six and a half runs against my Cubbies, plus 100 at DraftKings. Fade or follow. I hate this number, dude. You keep pulling out numbers today that are just they're just these guys are making the odds really difficult to make these decisions. Five and a half, I would have been okay. Six and a half, I just feel like half a dozen is the number. And it's not about exploiting the pitcher. It's about exploiting the Cubs. The entire roster, yeah. the team, the color scheme, the mascot, <laughs> everything about them. Old style exploit- beer? Are we taking advantage of that too? Well, I think the problem there, Brad, is that you know that they are taking advantage oh, uh, yes. of the old style on the north side. Maybe the players, uh, frequently. too. I would imagine the factories have been having to crank out extra <laughs> kegs and extra cases to deliver to the bars there in Wrigleyville. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm going to follow you on this one with the six and a half. But, I, man, I think Captain Hook's going to come into play. I think this is either going to be six or seven. Could come down to one of those kind of plays somewhere in the middle inning uh, with, uh, with Milwaukee. I'll follow you on this one. But, man, this is a really well-set number. Yes, it is. Fade the Cubs. Number one. All right, let's round things out here. My top play in Major League Baseball. Believe it or not, it's a two-leg parlay. And believe it or not, is a guy that I have lambasted repeatedly on this podcast, but I have uh, had a come-to-Jesus moment on Matt Harvey, the harvester of K's, producer Sandro calls him, on the SiriusXM Fantasy Show. I'm going to take the over on the three-and-a-half punch-outs against Detroit, and I'm going to slap that together with a San Francisco Giants win at home 
against the basement dwellers in their division in the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, both those hits plus 122 at DraftKings Sportsbook. You look at Harvey. Uh, he's been over on 3.5 Ks and 10 of 22 games started, but he's pitched really well here of late, including on July 30th against the same Tigers club. Six and a third innings pitch, zero earned runs, and five strikeouts. He has a 0.81 ERA over his last four turns in the rotation. Detroit, though, number 21 in K-rate over the last 30 days. And if you need any ammunition to fade Arizona, here it is. Uh, San Francisco, 13-2. and two. Again, 13-2 and two straight up against the D-backs this season. And Kevin Gossman on the, round, on the mound for San Francisco. A 1.42 ERA in three starts against the Sonoran Desert representatives. So fade or follow... Uh, Matt Harvey, the Dark Knight, three and a half Ks on the over, and a San Francisco Giants W against Arizona, plus 122 with DraftKings. I'll follow, but I can't believe you're involving Matt Harvey. Um, (laughs) I mean, this is really an interesting day in the 272-episode history (laughs) of this podcast that you are involving Matt Harvey and the words. It's a bizarre world, Lundy, that we're Uh, living in right now. Yeah, I don't know how the I don't know how the hell you came up with this one, but you know, congratulations to you because uh, over the course of the last couple of days, you and I have not exactly been lighting up the scoreboard with our baseball picks. So I think the fact that you have decided to zag instead of zig, this might be the answer. Maybe Matt Harvey is the answer to you breaking the slump here. So I'm going to roll with it. San Francisco, I'm good with. I mean, San Francisco, you could probably take them on the run line and be fine. Uh, it's the Matt Harvey one that just has me sitting back going, well, apparently he's already drinking. Uh, or maybe there is a gas leak in my house that I'm unaware of. And that's why yeah. I'm feeling a little lightheaded right now and loopy overall. It could be. It could be. I'll tell you, I, either one of those could be the case because you're involving Matt Harvey. And that's just I think you're just upset about all the weather on Tuesday. Tuesday night with the baseball. Yeah, that's valid, actually, because that did us in and did us in. You know what will make you feel better? I have now watched that Trey Turner slide maybe 65 times. (laughs) That is one of the coolest things. That is as, I mean, that is as suave as like Leonardo DiCaprio walking in, pouring himself a stiff drink and stealing your girl. Yeah, it's like the antithesis of watching Zeke Elliott try to wrap a present. Let's just say that. (laughs) That was pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, with that, let's get to it with some bonus time. Lunday follow, uh, fade away, fire away, whatever. Here's what we've got. Uh, If you are listening to the pod early, because there's a lot of day games today, I want to throw this one out there just in case you're listening early. Taking Houston on the run line uh, against uh, the Rockies along with the White Sox. That's a plus 180. But again, those are early games. So if you're listening to the pod early, jump on that one. Later on today, I like Nolan Arenado for an RBI at plus 130. Mm. He's got an RBI in two of his last three and four of his last six. He also has 10 RBIs on the season against Pittsburgh. That's second only to his RBI total of 11 against the Reds. So Arenado likes to rake uh, against the Pirates. And then let's do a two-leg. Let's kind of correlate that one. Let's do a two-legger. Take St. Louis on the money line as well as Oakland on the money line against Cleveland. Put those two together, Brad, and it'll pay you a 167. Ooh, daddy like, daddy want, daddy need. Oh, let's go back to Matt Harvey and Tariq Skubal in that uh, epic matchup between the Baltimore uh, Orioles and the Detroit Tigers. Uh, No run will be scored in the first inning, Lundy. Zero. Plus 110 if that happens at FanDuel. 
I have no evidence to support it whatsoever. Complete <laughs> TYG, as you would say. Trust your gut. And then going back to Kevin Gossman, give me the over on six and a half strikeouts at just minus 102. Pull this one also from FanDuel. Arizona's the third highest K rate of any team in Major League Baseball over the last 30 days. And Gossman's been over this in two or three turns against Arizona this season. In four of his last six games, he's also reached at least seven punch outs in the box score. Oh, Paul results poll results uh, again what side are you on regarding Travis Kelsey's receptions prop for the NFL season 100.5 is a number and 306 votes cast the broom over hits at 60.1 percent 39.9 percent on the under James Danielson says should easily be over 100 and just under 120 he is the shared number one receiving target in Kansas City there hasn't been a legitimate wide receiver two for the Chiefs in a decade Tony Coleman adds he's getting a bit older and I definitely see him getting CEH uh, more involved he's referencing Pat Mahomes as well as Byron Pringle maybe the injury bug hits it's asking a lot of a 31 year old tight end and Aaron Pettis says that is six games or six receptions per game. I think he gets to that number. Good stuff from our loyal listeners here of the Fade That Always podcast. And that is a wrap today. Follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Cuevas. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And until next time, as always, Fade or Follow. That is up to you. Fade the Noise.